Hello everyone, welcome to the prayer experience. I trust you're having a wonderful weekend. It's a Saturday and it's 6 p.m. here in the UK. Um, maybe morning time, you're just getting out of bed or you're just still about you know, getting back to bed because it's late in the evening, however it is, or you're in the midst of your day, however it is, we wanna say thank you for being a part of the prayer experience. Well. I'm going to ask you to please share this video. Let's get more people praying, not worrying about their problems, but praying about it. And it's always such a privilege that we get to come before his very presence today. Subscribe to the Daily Talks Media channel. That allows you to get a notification if you're new on, on the prayer experience today. We want you to go head to the YouTube channel, subscribe to that, and share with friends, let them know that we've got a daily devotional that is available to us and connect with us. If you're watching live, that's amazing. Thank you for taking the time out today, joining the hour of prayer. Please leave a comment. Let us know where you're praying from, where you're standing in faith with us. Also, we would like to know, you know what part of the country or what part of the world you are joining us from. Leave a message. Um, you can send us an email, let us know, you know, send us a praise report. Just let us know that you're watching. Anyhow, sometimes it can be encouraging um, for us to know who is watching or who is joining us to pray. All right. This, uh, this is our hotline number. That's a, a mobile number and a landline, both a UK, UK number. So please be aware if you're calling in, a hotline is just an opportunity for you if you need someone to pray with you if you need someone to encourage you or just share with you we are available for that i'm going to use this verse of scripture for our thanksgiving today and it says psalm 107 verse 1 says give thanks to the lord for he is good his faithful love endures forever i i love that text that talks about the faithful love of the father i want us to thank him for his mercies and for his goodness say give thanks you know what it means to give thanks confess praise him and that's what we want to do that's what we like to do on the prayer experience when we come together so i'd like you to just join us and just give thanks to the lord and thank him for his faithfulness father we just thank you thank you lord for all that all you are to us. Thank you for how you watch over us tenderly and, and so graciously. You, you grant us our request. We never go hungry. We never go without your help. And that's what we want to thank you for. That's what we want to bring our praise and our appreciation for your love and also for your word. Your word is our comfort. Your word is our instruction. Your word is our direction. And we thank you. You never leave us without a direction. You never leave us without knowing what to do. How we praise you. Thank you for every member of the prayer experience community. Thank you for those who listen in to us in their homes, you know, wherever they may be. It's such a privilege to have a community of prayers for joining with us bringing our faith standing there for one another so we just give you praise and we say we love you lord thank you 
Amen and amen. I want to share this word of encouragement today. And this is a story of Naaman. I'm just taking a snippet of that, that story. If you want to read the entire scripture, um, entire story in its full context, you can go to 2 Kings chapter 5 and read and read that. So I'm just speaking a bit of it. And this is the message translation. Elisha sent out a servant to meet him, that Naaman, the Syrian um, soldier. He was more than a soldier. He was um, a well-decorated soldier. In our current term, if you think of your James Bond, for example, you know, action-packed, all this delivering and, you know, good to call on a, a, a notable soldier who has won many battles for his country. And Naaman had a, a skin condition. Uh, you know, the, the, the context of the story was he got knowledge, he got word of Elisha saying, if you go to this prophet, he's going to help you. And so he came to Elisha. He came with so much gifts and he came with, you know, an important man, but he came hoping that he would have the type of reception he was always used to. But this is what Elijah said. Elisha said, no, Elisha didn't even come out to meet him. Elisha sent a servant to go and meet him. And he said, Elisha sent out a servant to meet him with this message. Go to the river Jordan and immerse yourself seven times. That your skin will be healed and you will be as good as new. Naaman lost his temper. He spun around saying, I thought he'll personally come out to meet me. <laughs> it's quite interesting. Call on the name of God, wave his hand over the disease spot and get rid of the disease, the Damascus rivers. And Abana and Fafa, all the other rivers that were there are cleaner by far than any of the rivers in Israel. Why not bathe in them? I'll at least get clean. He stumped off mad as a hornet. Okay, so what I'm trying to pull out from this story is sometimes we come to go with our own perception of how he should address us, how he should deal with our seconds, with whatever we're going through, how he should answer our prayers, you know, and, and that was that's natural because we are used to you know if when we've had an, a prayer answered for a particular need we are used to we fall into a default mode where we expect God to always do it that way or we hear of someone else's testimony and we expect God to do it that way but not so with God you know he he I think is in his you know and it's in his space, if I say, it's his choice to do what he wants to do and how he wants to do it when we reach out to him in faith. What I want to bring out, if I if I pull up this other verse of scripture here in 1 John chapter 5, verse 3, amplified version, for the true love of God is this, that we should, that we habitually keep his commandments and remain focused on his precepts. And his commandments and his precepts are not difficult to obey. So you read further down in that story about Naaman. 
the Syrian soldier, when the servant came to him and said, if he had asked you to do a hard thing, you would have done it. But this is a simple thing. Go to the River Jordan and dip yourself seven times. What I find with God is we may build up a case and build up a storm about what we're going through, but it only takes God a whisper. It only takes him a word if we're listening to turn that situation around. And sometimes it's not, it's not going to conform to the way we know it should be, you know. God owns, you know, his response just as we own our response. It's our choice how we want to approach God. It's our choice how we want to obey him. But this is what the scripture says. The commandments of God are not grievous. They're not difficult to obey. They're not hard. They're not oppressive. They're not weighty. God is not asking us to do insurmountable things, very hard things. Oftentimes, his commandments are gentle. Jesus said, my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is never going to ask us to do the impossible. He's only going to ask us to obey his word. And in our obedience lies our miracle. If Naaman didn't do what he was asked to do, he wouldn't have been healed. I want us to think about this carefully. Have a moment of reflection and say, God, there are times when I have, I have ignored or I have missed, you know, missing God's instruction. Sometimes we come back, we realize it and we repent. But there are times when we ignore those promptings. The Holy Spirit is giving us direction. Sometimes it's out of ignorance and sometimes it's out of unskillfulness because we do not recognize when we are thinking or when the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. But the essence of this today is God is not asking us to do difficult things. He's asking us to obey his word in the simplicity of things. And when we do, that's when we receive our miracle. We're going to pray today and say, Lord, have mercy upon me in ways when I have missed or I have ignored your instruction, your direction, your prompting in my heart. I have not recognized it. When I have been so pushed to the wall and I felt oppressed, yet I have not listened to your word. I have not listened to how you're leading me and trying to get me out of that situation because we are never without direction because we have the inbuilt Holy, inbuilt navigator in us, the Holy Spirit. He's our counselor. He's our guide. He's our comforter. He's our advocate. He's our strengthener. So we've got all we need and you're not withholding from us the things that we so desire. 
Your plans are not too difficult for us to achieve. We just, will you help us to get over ourselves, get into our spirits and begin to live from within. The words say that if we are, if we live by the spirit, it will yield life for us. Believing by our minds, our feelings, externalities, yield death. Your instructions are imbued in us. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So we know your voice, Jesus. Help us to recognize when you are leading us. We are intercessors. We're standing in this place where we come before you. We're praying for the nations, praying for the church, praying even for our lives, our, your plan for our lives, our, our families. But you are speaking and sometimes we are not hearing. We are not stopping to hear. Father, we ask that you will help us to recognize those moments when you are speaking to us. They may not be audible, still small voice. Help us not to ignore them. Help us, Lord, even when we feel unsure, help us to turn to you for clarity. And we ask of God as intercessors that we will continue to learn. Jesus said, learn of me. We'll continue to learn and be perceptive. And we'll be diligent to obey your commandments. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. We're going to pray for the church. I want to pray this, especially for this weekend, as we come into a time where we gather together as God's children, going to church, going to, you know, our places of worship. I want, us, I want us to pray the scripture. This is Matthew 11, verse 28 and 30. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Verse, 20, verse 20, 29 talks about, Jesus said, take my yoke upon me and learn of me. But this verse 30 says, my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, oppressing, but comfortable, gracious and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. Our prayers today, as we pray for the church, we're praying for a refreshing. We're praying that God's people will come into his presence collectively. You know, when we come together, he honors our gathering together and he comes to refresh he comes to bless he comes to relieve our souls our feelings he touches us he touches our emotions he refreshes our spirits with his word and god is going to bring us i want us to pray that god will bring his people the church to a place of comfort to a place of relief, that's what he said in his word, a place of refreshing, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, we just pray. We're praying and asking, Lord, uh, as we come together as your people, we come together in your name. Will you send out, release to us that spirit of rest, that comfort, that refreshing from your presence, that uplifting, that enabling, that encouragement, knowing that we come before you and we have full assurance that you are there with us. We pray that no one we come into your presence and and go back without being refreshed. God, as we step in together, step into your presence, we come with our faith, activated to receive. That as you are releasing to us, there you have commanded your blessings, where we come and where we gather in unity and in love, you release your blessings. You have commanded the things that you have promised us to be released into our lives. We pray that every single person will be touched by your presence. We recognize that there will be those who are new in the faith. There will be those who are not of the faith. Father, we pray that everyone will get to enjoy your presence and will lay hold upon your promises. We'll lay hold upon, <laughs> we'll lay hold uh, in the name of Jesus. We lay hold, we lay hold on that which you have for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we recognize the enemy will come in <laughs> in one way or the other to try to bring distraction, to try to bring all forms of, of care and worry, but we take charge of that right now. In the name of Jesus, your people will be focused in your presence. Your people will receive all that you have through your word, through that moment of worship, through fellowship, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you. Many will come into coming to that place with heavy hearts, with disappointments, with worries. And but God, you, your power is able and is present. We know that. So we pray that we will lay hold upon your promises and everything that we need. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. I'm going to pray for the nations and I want us to pray salvation and deliverance for the nation. Look at this verse of scripture in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24. He said, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. He says, by his wounds you are here. Now I want to make reference to the first part of that verse where he says, he himself carried our sins in his own body so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. I want us to use that, that first part of the scripture to pray for those who are unsaved, those who need salvation, those that we see around us and we know that they are not living right, um, they are not acknowledging God in their lives. We pray that their eyes will be open. And sometimes it's 
it's not within their ability or in the influence around them doesn't permit them to do that. But we're going to pray and, and break the hole of the enemy over their lives, especially those who are close to us, who are within our uh, circle of influence. We can pray for them, our children, our loved ones, family and um, friends who are around us. We can, we can, to a certain measure, we can pray for their salvation and believe God. So, Father, we just pray. Can we do that together? We're praying for salvation and deliverance for the unsaviors in that verse of Scripture that Jesus died for all. We pray that, that many will receive that gift of salvation that is so freely available, Lord. We believe you that they would come, especially for those who are unsaved around us. They will come to the place where they have the freedom to confess Jesus as Lord. We pray that the whole of the enemy over their lives will be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. The scriptures say that the God of this world has blinded their eyes. Lord, will will, will speak against those blindfolds, those darkness, those influences of the enemy, be it sin, be it religion, be it tradition, whatever it is, will break the hold of the enemy over our loved ones, over our children, over our families, those around us, even in our community, in our neighborhood. We put, a, we put a stop to the activities of the enemy. We say, let men begin to recognize the need for a savior in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak the word of God over our household, over our environment, that it will be so infused with the power of God to set many free in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we take our place. Is there what things, whoever we allow on earth is allowed in, allowed in heaven and heaven will back us up. Lord, we disallow the, the, the plans of the enemy over our loved ones. We disallow that in our household. There will be salvation. In our, amongst our family members, there will be salvation. And every one member of our family will come to know you, come to serve God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. And straight on to healing. I'm using a second, we're praying for healing. I'm using a second, a different translation from the previous one. This is amplified um, translation of 1 Peter 2, 24. It said, he personally carried our sins in his body and on the cross. I love that word personally. So he didn't send an angel. No, Jesus came to personally ensure that you and I are healed. So he willingly offered himself as a sacrifice on the cross so that we might die to sin. We become immune. I love that word. Immune from the penalty of, of and power of sin. And we live for righteousness. For by his wounds you who believe. And that's where we come in. When we believe have been healed. God will meet us at any point in our believing, okay? God is merciful and he's going to meet us where we are in our journey. But this is the thing. He came personally 
for you and I to enjoy good health. And that's what we're going to lock into. That's what we're going to believe and say, Father, we believe. Come on, let's do that together. If you're believing God for healing, you're praying for someone. I know we're, we've got a couple of you know, requests on, 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 on the platform, on the community, in the community of people who need healing, people who, who need that constant encouragement and support. And we want to stand in faith with them. We want to claim that healing that belongs to them, that healing that Jesus personally delivered to us. And with our faith, that scripture says, who believe we believe so father in the name of jesus we believe we are healed because jesus came to personally deliver to us our health package and we thank you we receive that healing power in our bodies we receive it from the crown of our heads we receive in our, all parts of our body that healing power can go anywhere to effect effect complete healing and a mighty turnaround we pray for strength be released to god's people because we believe we believe and we receive that in the mighty name of jesus father we thank you we bless you we magnify your name how gracious you are how loving you are you love us beyond measure and you have done all these things, every single thing that we need for that we need for life and godliness. And we want to thank you for that. We receive that for our, our brothers and our sisters on the platform and anyone who's standing in that place to receive from you. Lord, we, we stand in faith with them and we thank you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I want to say thank you for. You know, taking time out of your busy weekend to pray with us. Thank you for praying for so many people out there who join in and those that we know receive healing as a result of your prayers. I want to please subscribe, ask you to please subscribe to the audio podcast. These are available. I'm sure they will be available before the, before the close of the day uh, as much as possible. And also we are back tomorrow. It's still the weekend timings and it's 6 p.m. Sunday tomorrow we would love to see you there and i want to say god bless you and enjoy the rest of your weekend amen
Ai, oh.